but I, I mean, I think that it's, I think it's a great conversation to say, like, even if you don't have kids, yeah, like the summer breeds different opportunities for you as a single person yeah. or as a family, like the beautiful weather outside, like allow that to give you different opportunities hmm. like rather because like in the winter it's like okay you leave work and it's freezing and you just go home and you just hunker down and you just survive the winter well what's up friends welcome back to the community and purpose podcast we are grateful that you're with us today and I uh, hope that you're doing well. Uh, here at the podcast, we believe that the intersection of community and purpose is where the good life is truly found. And uh, so we are excited uh, to be able to bring another episode to you today. And so we are, uh, today we're going to talk about summer. I mean, everybody, whoop, whoop. everybody's favorite subject, especially here in the Midwest. We wait all winter for spring and summer. And so, yeah. um, but I do think that uh, summer brings um, different complexity is what I'll say. Hmm. I think that it brings um, a different experience and a different environment. Kids are out of school, mm-hmm. um, which just changes the game, changes the way life operates, and uh, at times can feel disorienting, uh, but also mm-hmm. can feel like really exciting and can change the rhythm. And so um, we host the podcast uh, every other week. Yep. And so um, one of the interesting things is, is maybe you don't know this, but Callie, um, is an online high school coach for an online high school. Mm-hmm. And so she gets the summers off, and uh, she has a line that she likes to say all the, t- all, the t- all the time. So what would you like to say? What do you usually say to people? My line is, only suckers work in the summer. Yeah, it's really an encouraging word for me because um, I guess I'm one of the suckers who <laughs> has to work during the summer. But, uh, yeah, she gets the summers off, and so it really changes the environment and changes the a rhythm of our family and yeah. so our kids go to school 30 minutes away from our house mm-hmm. so we drive them to and from school so that's two hours a day of commuting uh then i shouldn't make that sound so dramatic they are they're sort of close to the church that um i work at and so it's not always just a end you know just a dead end two hour drive each day sometimes i'm able to pick them up or drop them off and so mm-hmm. it doesn't mean all that but uh we do uh we do drive every day yeah and drop them off at school, pick them up from school, and then school activities and youth group. And, like, there's just a lot of things that happen um, during the school year. And so um, as we are recording this, we are preparing to finish school at the end of this week. Yes. And so... Um, so pumped. So we're... As you're listening to this, we're probably a week into summer. Mm-hmm. And so it's uh, it's a craziness. And so if you have kids, yeah, you are probably like, yes, you're either in one of two camps. <laughs> For sure. You're either like, oh, praise God, finally, summer is here. Yes. Or you're like, oh, dear God, yes. summer is here. Yeah, right. Or, and or I've, I mean, I've, moment by moment. I found myself in both camps. Yeah. It's a, for it's, sure. It's a, daily, it's a daily change. Some mornings we just wake up and you say, oh, thank God it's summer. And then some days it's, oh, dear God, it's summer. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those two different things. Yeah. Um, but Callie, um, her life changes drastically in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, kids at home all the time. Um, we've got teenagers in the house, and so it's a different experience. So as you live and breathe right now in this yes. very moment, yes. are you in, thank God it's summer mode, or oh dear God it's summer <laughs> mode? Well, right now I'm in thank God it's summer mode because I'm in summer break for yeah, my school, yeah. but my kids are still in school. So you're living in So the- I'm living like the very best version of summer at this moment where 
I don't have anything to do. I finished up my responsibilities at school for my job, but our kids are still in school. So but, you get a four-day reprieve. Yeah. There's a four-day yeah. waiting period that yeah. you are currently enjoying. Yes. Which is great. When you think about when you think yeah. about summer, yeah. What uh, what comes to your mind? What are what are things that you're excited yeah. about? Also, what are things that go through your mind? Like what? Let's start with the positive stuff. Sure. Like, what are you excited about with summer? What do you love about summer? Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. Um, I think having the summers off allows me to be present in our kids' lives. Um, It allows me to uh, just like actually spend time with them and enjoy them. Um, I'm excited that I don't have to make anyone a lunch Hmm. in the morning. I don't have to get up out of bed for a certain thing. I can sleep in. I can rest. Um, I like spending my mornings on my front porch, having coffee and reading and having a nice relaxing morning. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I also think that probably because I don't work in the summer, I seem to like jam pack our summers full of adventure, much to your dismay, mostly. Yeah, I live in the, oh, dear God, it's summer mode for most of it because my job doesn't change. Yeah, right. But we add in all of the craziness, which is great. I'm just kidding. But it allows um, us to adventure a lot with our kids, which I think is, um, I hope, something that they'll remember and enjoy, like looking back on their childhood. Um, So I'm really excited. I, for whatever reason, think that the week right after we get out of school, taking a family trip somewhere um, is sounds like a magical thing to do. And so we're getting ready to embark on a family vacation. And so that sounds like a lot of fun to me. Road and, trip. Yeah. If you've, if you've been a part of the podcast since the beginning, you know that I don't do road trips. Well, yeah. But I don't, also, I don't, I don't choose road trips. But also, I would like the podcast world to know that you chose this road trip. We were going to fly both ways. And we you were. said, wouldn't it be fun if we drove out and saw things on the way? It's true. I, don't, I, must, so, I must have been like having a stroke that day or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. So I don't know if we ever come back and judgment. if we ever come back and talk about what the summer was actually <laughs> like, don't let him fool you into thinking like, oh, my wife made me do this. He chose this. People. That's right. He chose it. Yeah, it, I don't know if it was the stop along the way or my frugal side because airline flights are insane right now. But yes, I am. I'm looking forward to it. I think um, what I don't like about road trips is just like the long, like, let's, I'm generally like a let's get there, like mm-hmm. type of person. And so I think what we've done is we've kind of broken it up and we've got, we're, we're giving ourselves two and a half days to drive 16 hours. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, four hours a day, you know, four or five hours a day would be great. Yeah. So um, I am looking forward to it. Excited to show the kids yeah. some things along the way. And I feel like it frees us up to be able to just stop and have a random adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, as I think about it, we um, we did a funeral for my grandfather a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And they talked about their travels. And they just said that they would, they would just drive and they would take a route. There's a destination they wanted to get to and they didn't have any specific date in mind. And that they would just stop at every hamlet, every hole in the wall, every greasy spoon that they mm-hmm. saw, every craft fair, every person selling melons and shrimp on the side of the road they would just stop off and and do whatever and so I'm excited to be able to do that and felt like I was excited to be able to kind of lean into that part as well and so uh, I'm excited about it um what uh, what do you feel like adds to the like the days when it is Hmm. oh dear god it's summer yeah like what do those days look like what do those what does that bring up for you Hmm. um as the one who stays home uh, during the summer yeah, there are definitely days where 
Like, it's like the long running joke where like, there are days where I call you from the floor of our closet because I have had enough and I'm like, you need to come home and get your kids because I'm done. And it, it wouldn't be honest if I told you that we still have those days. Like there are days that are hard. Um, I think that, um, there's just a lot of feelings. Kids have a lot of feelings Mm -hmm. and you, and you can't always please them all the time. Like no matter what, like you could say like, we're going to eat candy all day. And then it would be like, I'm so sick of candy. Why can't I have a meal? You know? And so you can't just always make them happy. And like, so part of that is I have to be okay with that. But like my natural tendency is to just keep the peace and to just like, okay, it's fine. Like not a big deal. Let's chill out and calm down. And, but they bug each other and irritate each other. And so I think that there are parts of it that are challenging. Um, but I, um, I think always at this point in the summer, I am like, well, we're going to go do stuff. We're going to see stuff. We're going to, you know? Um, and so I think that that's something like our kids are older. Our boys are teenagers, Scarlet's, you know, seven and very 16 very capable human beings. It's and like so having three teenagers, it is Let's just be really serious. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so I think like there are plenty of things that we could go and do, you know, like go to the zoo and experience things instead of just like sitting home and wanting to, you know, irritate each other all day. Yeah. And so sit on tablets or technology or yeah. movies or yeah. whatever the thing may be. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, kind of making the most of the time that we have together, you know, because like the reality is, is our boys are getting to an age where pretty soon, like their summers are going to be full of working full time and like figuring out what that looks like, um, for them. And so like, we only have a handful of summers left where they really have nothing else going on. So trying to enjoy that to work and then pay rent. When does that happen? Uh, not until they graduate college. I feel like, Ooh, wow. So there you go. Buckle up. No, I do. I mean, I totally agree. I think that lots of feelings, um, I think you bring up a great point about summer. It's like, I think part of us believe like it's summer. And so like, let's just make it like the best experience possible. Yeah. And knowing that like, it will always be less than the glamorous that we like make our, like the reality of this road trip is like, we've got stops planned and like, we're going to like do things like go and like stop and see like some like cool spots in history in Virginia on Mm -hmm. our way to Washington, DC. Right. And so like, we're going to stop, we're going to see like Thomas Jefferson's home and plantation. Yeah. And like, they're going to like pull up and I'm going to be like, this is such a cool historical moment. Like to think through what happened here. And like, you read about this stuff and they're going to be like, where's the gift shop? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's a perfect picture of what summer looks like. Yeah. And like, just to, to say to everyone who is like looking at summer and saying like, there are, there are, dear God moments for sure. Like it's summer moments and just say like, you cannot please them. And so like all we can do is we can do our best and we can say, this is what we're going to do and this is how it's going to go and let the rest kind of go where it goes. I think a lot of it is, um, explaining on the front end, like this is what we're doing, like, and trying to manage expectations up front. So they know like, okay, today, it's going to be a lot of like, we have to get the house clean, but that means that tomorrow that allows us to be able to go on this adventure and go do this thing. Or, you know, like we're going on this trip to Washington, DC. 
which probably might not be our seven-year-old's favorite trip, you know, like going to museums and doing all the things. So like preparing for the fact that like one of us might be outside playing in the grass with her while everyone else is experiencing the, you know, Smithsonian's or whatever it is, because it might just not be her favorite thing. And that's okay. Like it's okay for her to be bummed out and like think, gosh, day after day after day of this feels annoying, you know? And so um, just trying to, I think just be realistic about, gosh, like they're just kids and to expect them to like find joy in everything is unrealistic because I don't find joy in everything. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great, I think it's a great point. Yeah. I think to understand like, yep, we're setting expectations for them. Yeah. But also like in our own mind setting expectations. Yes. I mean, like kids are like the perfect, the perfect like trainer for adults to say like, what you have dreamt up in your mind is rarely what actually happens. Yep. You know, I mean, we took a trip to San Diego a couple of years ago and went to SeaWorld and Legoland Lego Land yep. and like went to an amusement park and whatever. And like we were on our way home. Parents, this is a little disclaimer. Don't ever ask your kids what their favorite part of the trip was. It's <laughs> only disappointing. Yeah. And so we asked our kids like fools, what was your favorite part of the trip? Yeah. And both my boys said the arcade at the resort. Yeah. I like wanted to like weave into oncoming traffic. <laughs> I mean, like literally it cost us like yeah. $14 in quarters to yeah. do the stupid arcade right. at the resort and like entry fees, you all know, into SeaWorld and Legoland are right. not cheap for yeah. all of us to go to. My favorite part of the trip was yeah. the resort like arcade. And like mm-hmm. I think it's I think that's an example to say that like we're going to go to DC and like for us to set our expectations and say that like Scarlett pr- doesn't understand what the Washington Monument is, what it stands for. No. She doesn't care about the Declaration of Independence. She doesn't care about the Aeronautics Museum. Yeah. Like she is not going to understand the Holocaust Museum. Like yeah. there's just like things that she doesn't know about that are not going to be fun. And yeah. for us to like manage expectations and say yeah, like there, one of us is probably just gonna have to like walk around, and like her Washington D.C. experience is probably going to be like one-on-one time with someone in our family, yep. out running through the grass, getting sitting, ice cream, yep, hanging out, picking dandelions, and yep. walking around. Yeah, and like that's also a great experience. Yeah, and so like I I really love that. I think I think expectations is the key to having less dear God at summer moments. Mm-hmm. And more, yeah. well, thank God, it's summer moments. Yeah, I agree with that. And I also think, um, I think me being able to plan ahead and giving, like, so often, like, going from school life to summer life, there's, like, so much structure to no structure. Right. And there's part of me that craves that no structure. There's part of me that's so excited about, like, just being able to have lazy mornings and late nights and sleeping in and whatever. But also that can end up in disaster, you know? Right. And so creating some structure in our life, you know, that doesn't mean that we can't sleep in. Like, we'll sleep in and we'll have lazy mornings. But that means that every day, you know, we're going to set the timer and clean up a little bit. And we're going to, you know, whatever that looks like, whatever that structure that we can put in place without it being overbearing um also just helps us like jump back into fall a little bit more smooth and that hasn't always been the case fall often feels like a big you know i don't know impending doom honestly in my world personally going back from nothing to everything all at one time and so just trying to create um some rhythms in our life as a family that will help that not feel so crazy and help yeah. summer run a little bit more smooth. And I think that I think that there's also like thinking through like the different like variations of what summer looks like. Mm. Like I do think that like right out of 
you know, summer starting, like right out of the school year, I do think that there's just like a deep breath, sleep in, catch up, like rest, relax, you know, handful of weeks. It's almost like I think it's like the three months of summer probably just needs to think through like what does that mm-hmm. look like because yeah. I think the month of June is really a like just like chill yeah like let your mind wander mm-hmm. you know enjoy lazy mornings calm down obviously like you can't just give up on all like responsibilities in the right. house and whatever but like giving time just to breathe and hang out we're not going to do a bunch of stuff the kids can sleep in they can read yeah. they can just hang out swim in the pool whatever yeah. and then thinking through like july is probably more of like a like okay we're we're done just sitting like the kids are bored yeah you know and like be able to spend the month like going and adventuring and that's probably a little bit more zoo time and walks and yeah. going to you know state parks and you know those kinds of things yeah and then thinking through august is probably where it's a mix of like okay now there's you know we're gonna start adding some structure in adding you yeah. know like a like a wake up time and like getting things prepped and ready to go um so oftentimes we just think like it's summer that is the category yeah it's like nothing so to do true. we're just like rocking yeah. it and like that I, I know that a couple of years ago you had like a major like impending doom like first of august it's like oh yeah. gosh yeah like school starts the end of this month yeah. like uh, I'm not ready to go back. Like, I'm not ready for this. You weren't excited. Like, I just want to keep going. I'm not quite caught up and like yeah. all those kinds of things. And so yeah. you made that pivot. Yeah. You said like, okay, well, we're going to use August and like start reminding ourselves like we're going back to school and like thinking through that. And I think some people think like, oh gosh, what a Debbie Downer. Yeah. You know, like, okay, don't you just enjoy August and, and then like go from there. And it's like, well, yeah, but if you do that, yeah. For sure for our family. Yeah. September then just like slaps you in the face. September and October felt like like so overwhelming that I couldn't even function. Yeah. Because it was like going from I mean, I I jokingly tell my kids like, well, like it's summer, so you are on your own. Like make your food, figure out what you want to eat, whatever. Like obviously I still cook for them, but like they can make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or eat salami for lunch just as well as I if I put it on a plate. So I don't like make right. lunch. So like going into like now all of a sudden it's like like we have, I'm working there. We're going to school. We're, you know, having, have, having to have uniforms clean, having to make lunches, having to schedule everything. Like that feels overwhelming going from nothing to everything. Right. And so like September two years ago was so overwhelming that it, you know, like it, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain how I felt, but it was, it was too much. Yep. And so trying to figure out how to lessen that, I think for like, because also it was then I was a miserable person to be around. And so that made it miserable for everyone else in our family come September. Yeah, I think just uh, managing expectations is a great. I mean, I think that it's been a it's been a good pivot for us, um, and it's made it's made the summer be more successful. Which is such a weird thing to say. Like as I sit here right now, like to think like in my twenties to think that you have to like create a plan for like summer vacation. Yeah. Like it seems strange. Like why do you have to like plan it out? And, right. And I've just like found like. Yeah, it does sound maybe sound a little bit crazy to you that are listening, but like I have found that rest for me actually takes more planning than yeah. structure. Mm-hmm. Because it actually is more overwhelming to me, like for me to like stop and rest and chill. Mm-hmm. Like I have to like have that it's weird to say this. Like I literally have to like plan my rest. Like I have to plan and structure and say like this is what it's gonna look like. This is what it's going to be. Yeah. And this is what it is not gonna be. Yeah. Because I, I don't function well just like sleeping in and having nothing to do for the day. Like rest actually for me is like doing something other than my job. 
And so like for me, it's like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to work in my shop for a couple hours this morning yeah. and then I'm going to go for a walk this afternoon and like, I'm going to like make, I'm going to plan a dinner to grill tonight or we're going to have people over for dinner or something like that. Like having something that like drives the day, but it is not like, like totally like revolving around producing anything Yeah. Um, and much more like enjoyable things to do instead yeah. of like get up, go and do everything that's, that's on the day. And I think it's similar for kids. Yeah. I mean, I think that our kids, like our boys are excited to be able to work in the shop and to, you know, create some things and to, we have a laser engraver and to make some charcuterie boards and yep. like to actually like just use a different part of their brain where they're not sitting in a classroom, but they don't do well. just like, there's nothing going on. Whatever you want to do today, yeah. go ahead and do no. it. And they're just like, oh, like it yeah. feels overwhelming. Yeah. And I think we, that a lot of people don't, yeah. don't really give that the attention that it's deserved. Yeah. If that's the case, you know, we have one kid who will be on his on their iPad all day. We have one kid who will be stir crazy yeah. and asking me every five minutes, can we go do this? Can we go do this? Mom, can we do this? Can we do this? Because he doesn't know what to do unless he's got something going on. Yep. And then we have, you know, Scarlett just is, I don't know, she usually... I don't know. She's Enter- she entertains herself pretty well. Yep. And so she'll find something to do. Yeah. But she's very creative. And so like, yeah, just really like give her some paper and some markers or paints and yep. she'll be good for a while. Yeah. Which is great. But I, I mean, I think that it's, I think it's a great conversation to say, like, even if you don't have kids, yeah, like the summer breeds different opportunities for you as a single person yep. or as a family, like the beautiful weather outside, like, allow that to give you different opportunities Hmm. like rather because like in the winter it's like okay you leave work and it's freezing and you just go home and you just hunker down and you just survive the winter yeah but like the summer what it frees you up to do is like okay like what restaurants do i want to go sit on the patio like look up on the internet what are the best patios in your city like what are the best places to go and eat outside? Yeah. Like where is a dinner cruise up and down the river? Like here we have a big river culture. Right. Like things like that and figuring yeah. out like what are what are some things that we can structure in to add? Like I have to yeah. work during the summer. Yeah. And so the structure has to look different for me. It has to be after work hours. And so like yeah. what are the things that I'm looking forward to? Like yeah. I love having people over and I want to grill out. And so like we put it in a structure that like after church on Sundays, we invite people over to our house to grill and swim and bring your family and hang out for the afternoon. Yeah. And I think part of that is, you know, like figuring out what you need to thrive. Like for me, a lot of, um, the school year is I spend a lot of time by myself. I mean, I work from home. I work by myself. Like I'm here. I work from church, um, a few days a week. So I'm around people, but most of the time I work by myself from home, which is like a very peaceful environment, you know, by myself. But then I go to summer where I'm, you know, around people all the time, my, our kids mainly. And then it's like they, and they're not always happy. And so like that feels hard sometimes. So figuring out what that structure looks like, like, does that mean that I'm going to, I'm going to come here for a half day and the kids are going to stay home and, you know, like maybe that's their day that they'll just sit on a device all day. I don't know, you know, but like, what does that look like for me to find space to like actually fuel myself with the things that I need? So I don't go crazy. Yeah. You know, I think just giving it some attention, you know, there's no magic formula. There's no magic for anybody because like for me, I would go crazy if I was by myself, you know, most of the week. And so like what I love about summer is that people come out of the woodwork and now it's yeah. like around people. And so like that's invigorating to me mm-hmm. where it's draining for you. Right. And so like really to you listeners, like you have to, you have to navigate that. Yeah. Like what is it that you don't get 
in the winter time yeah. that you want in the summertime yeah. and then like schedule it and structure it in a way that makes sense for you. Yeah. Um, and that's across the board. It doesn't matter if you're single, married no. with your friends, yeah. with your family, with your kids, with your grandkids, with your nieces, whatever. Yeah. Like it's just figuring out what does that structure look like? What is, what is the healthiest version of you look like? And it doesn't take a ton of time. No. Like it's literally just like telling yourself, the summer is not just going to be enjoyable and valuable and yeah. anything right. unless I give it some attention. Mm-hmm. And so like figuring out, planning ahead, structuring it, managing expectations um, is really the key to it. And it's been, it's paid dividends for us. Yeah. Like we, we have got some really, really fun things planned and it, the summer is full. Yeah. But it doesn't feel crazy right now. It doesn't feel overloaded. Yeah. Um, it feels like it's gonna be it's gonna be busy. But it also it's gonna be busy with really really good things. Yep. Um, and it's gonna be a time of rejuvenation um, and a time for uh, just kind of circling the wagons. Like I think it is like the the fact that now Sunday nights the kids don't have to go to bed to get ready for Monday mornings. You know, like those yep. are kind of of things that don't happen during the school year. Yeah. Um, and so we can't stay up late. So we really get. Because for me, I work on Sunday mornings, yeah. and so Thursday, I get fr- Friday and Saturday are summer days off because I work Sunday through Thursday as a pastor, and so Thursday night the kids have school, yeah, and so then Friday, they are at school, and then they we get to stay up late Friday night because Saturday is my day off, and then Saturday night I need to go to bed at a normal hour to get ready for Sunday, and then Sunday they go back to school. So really, it becomes at one night, you know, adventure with them throughout the whole school year. Yeah. And then the summer, we able to add Saturday and Sunday and those kinds of things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just think I think I would just encourage you to, um, as listeners, to figure out what is what do you want the summer to be about? Yeah. Like what what is the rhythm that you hope to do? Like, I want to go out with friends twice a month. Yeah. Or twice a week, mm-hmm. whatever it looks like for you, and just manage expectations and say this is what we're hoping for. Yeah. This is what I'd love to see, and then at the end of the summer, look back and say, okay, that was too much. That wasn't yeah. enough. I wish I could do this. Yeah. And then make the pivot for the for the following summer. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when we talk about managing expectations, the expectations that I need to manage are often my own. Yeah. You know, they're often my own of saying like, okay, like I have to prepare myself for like what the reality of summer is instead of like what the dream of summer is because those don't often match up. Yeah. Um, and then obviously like the managing expectations of our kids. But um, I think that, that that has prepared me for like being able to enjoy summer yeah. instead of being able to like instead of dreading it. Because there are summers where I have been like, oh, gosh, like they're going to be home all day. Like, what yeah. are we going to do? You know, it's going to be five minutes and they're going to be at each other's throats and crazy and whatever. And so managing my own expectations of like just reality, like kids are grouchy sometimes I'm grouchy sometimes and so just being able to be okay with like oh well we had a day where we all cried all day and that's okay and tomorrow will be better so yeah I think I think it's just an investment in saying like you don't just have to survive summer yeah especially like to the to the young parents yeah with young kids that like maybe they like they've just been their first year in school maybe they're in kindergarten you know young kids like like I just say like I think that this will free you to not just survive summer, but I think you could thrive mm-hmm. in summer by managing these expectations and helping to communicate with those around you. And if you're if you're single, if you're a young adult, whatever you are, like I think all of this applies to managing expectations and really saying like this is what I hope the summer will be, and these are the things that I'm gonna these are non negotiables for what it mm-hmm. looks like for us and um, just going forward. And so um, yeah, that's uh, that's really like. 
summer is a great opportunity uh, to lean in mm-hmm. um, and to experience community in a deep and powerful way. And so I just encourage you to spend a few moments just yeah. planning, write some things down, write down some bucket. What's your summer bucket yeah. list? Yeah. What are the things that you're hoping to accomplish and experience? And then uh, kind of like, structuring them out and scheduling them and making it work. And I also think it's a great time to like make a list of things that like maybe you want to work on. Like, are there, are there certain, you know, like there are things with some of our kids that like I have in my head, like, okay, these are things that we need to work on this summer. Like this is on, you know, uninterrupted time that I have with them. And so yeah. like we need to either rein in, you know, like a behavior that has gotten out of control or whatever, mm-hmm. like. Like, these are the things that, like, okay, we have, I have the time and the energy and you're with me all the time to say, like, okay, we're working on this this summer and I hope to see change, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that that's, that's a great opportunity, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say whatever, whatever you need to do for the summer. I'd say, um, I think of a, of a quote about, about what habits do. Like, about 80%, there was a study that said that about 80% of your day um, is, is just habitual. Mm-hmm. That you will just do the same thing over and over again yeah. uh, because that's what you've always done. And so you can either experience the life that you allow to happen or the one that you plan to happen. Mm-hmm. And so just like plan, plan what you want to have happen and uh, pivot as you need to and go forward. But um, I just want for all of you, I want you to experience freedom and not the overwhelm of like disorientation of not knowing what's happening. Yeah. And just saying that this is what I expected. This is what I was hoping for. Uh, but to be able to say like, this is the plan. And then just the needle moves just a little bit each way um, when you manage expectations, when you share those things and uh, really hope and pray that this is just an amazing summer for you. Um, If you have kids with your kids, with your parenting, with your spouse, whatever your relational um, life looks like, I just really hope that this summer can be a place where you thrive, where you experience just a life giving summer. Mm -hmm. Like just say like, I'm not going to just survive this. I want to thrive in this summer. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are coming out of so much just survival mode and like with a very little amount of, of work, I really think that we could have just a real huge outbreak of people that are just thriving through their summer and really see breakthrough, really see rest, really see rejuvenation, really see relationships mended, community grown, like uh, things that, that we haven't seen in a, in a couple of years. And so I uh, just want to encourage you guys to do that. And so I hope that you will um, take some time, invest in um, your summer and plan it out and uh, see what happens. And uh, I truly believe that it could change the way the landscape of your summer looks. And so um, we'd love for that to, to happen. And we're hoping for that for our summer. Yeah. And so we're going to give it uh, the old college try and yep. we'll see, see what happens from there. But uh, uh, we are grateful that you um, would spend some time with us today. And hope that you found this valuable. If there's somebody out there who you feel like is surviving summer, who is dreading summer, mm-hmm. um, would just encourage you to share this with them. We would love to be able to um, offer anything. We are not experts, but we are are doing our very best. And if there's anything that we have shared that is valuable to you, uh, we'd love for you to share that with somebody. Um, share it on social media. If you have any further questions, you can always email us at podcast at apexgathering.com. And uh, we would love to uh, just continue the conversation with you over there. So um, hope you have an amazing day. Uh, cheers to an amazing summer. Boop, boop. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. See ya.